With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome to uh, the Rutgers Scout cast with a special guest today. You might have heard of him. He wore number 14 at Rutgers, played for the Seattle Seahawks. Mike Teal, welcome. Thanks for having me, Sam. It's, it's exciting to be, be spending some time with you. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, not quite uh, Brower Commons like back in the day uh, in your office at Don Bosco Prep where you work now. Yeah, big changes, let me tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess first off, just what have you been up to? I mean, you left Rutgers to come become the offense coordinator at Don Bosco. What was that first season like? It was a lot of fun. I mean, obviously we were able to, to get really hot at the end of the year and, and win the state championship, which – up here, it was the first time in three years, so it's kind of like a forever thing for for the place up here, because um, it's been become such a routine and, and a habit of winning it every year. You go three years, it's like, oh man, what's going on? The place is burning down. So it was good to get back on top. Um, it was exciting to be around the kids. I honestly didn't know what to expect going from college to high school, as far as what the kids could handle, how much you could give to them, what the the games are going to be like, everything and. It was as close to a college experience as you could have, you know, being in a high school. So it was a lot of fun for me. Now, of course, you mentioned state championship, which people are very familiar with it. Don Bosco, uh, you, Tommy DeVito, Gary Nova. If you're making a Bosco fantasy team, who's your starting quarterback? <laughs> Is that a trick question? It's well, I me. think, uh, yeah, I mean, I figured that uh, your your team would be the best team. I've heard you make that argument before when talking about Gary, but, I mean, who's the quarterback I would would have to be biased and say myself. I mean, it's just the the confidence that you have to have as a quarterback, even though I am an ex-quarterback now, you still have to have that confidence. Hedge your bets a little bit. (laughs) What's it been like dealing with recruiting now that you're back in high school? I mean, when you're a GA at Rutgers, you're trying to sell kids on Rutgers, and now you're trying to sell kids to schools. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's it's a little different. Um, The beauty of Don Bosco and being what Don Bosco is is that it sells itself to the colleges and the colleges are always here. Um, you know, it helps when you have the talent that we have, you know, in the school with the, the seniors that are leaving to be college freshmen come the fall and then the underclassmen that we have. Um, that obviously helps, but the brand that Coach Tall has built here at Don Bosco, that sells itself and that's what gets the coaches here. A big part of recruiting coming up for you is going to be when coaches are coming here to spring evaluation. I guarantee you that Rutgers will be here, I'm sure, but I think your old coach might come by at some point, too. Uh, what's it been like for you seeing Coach Shiano come back to college? Uh, I think it fits him. I mean, I, obviously, I'm a, I played for him, and, and I really enjoyed my time there. Was it easy? No, but it's not supposed to be easy. You know, I think that was part of the reason why we had a lot of success while I was there, because it wasn't easy. Um, I'm excited for him. I think it's a really good fit for him. I know him and Coach Meyer have a really good relationship. Um, I, I think, in my opinion, I think that's where Coach Allen belongs. I think he should be in college football because he can do a lot for kids to, to help kids uh, you know, grow as men and get to the next level. Now, in uh, college, you mentioned it wasn't easy. I'm 
sure you remember a lot of that. I remember too when I was at the Targum covering you and covering that 08 team that mm -hmm. didn't start so hot and finished pretty well though. What, what do you remember about that last year, year and a half that you spent at Rutgers? You know, the biggest thing I remember is, is winning seven straight. Um, I don't forget though the boos and you know the the threats and and everything that went on. The infamous um, Navy game. The the Navy game um, and, and everything else that that comes with that whole world. Um, I think people don't realize that you know they are college kids and I was a college kid at the time and I understand and at the time I understood and I get it, but at the same time. You know, you've got to realize that these kids are going to school and they're getting education and they happen to play football. And football pr provides a great platform for them. And, you know, I know the business side of it, people pay to come to the games and, and all that stuff, but they are college kids. And, you know, when you have death threats and you have kids wanting to fight you in the hallway in the classrooms of the lecture halls and all that stuff, it, it kind of makes you realize that you're lucky to be around your teammates and, and around your family. Well, it's been about... Ten years and nothing has changed. It seems with the way quarterbacks are treated at Rutgers. You know, it's not. I don't think it's just Rutgers. I think maybe specifically, um, it might be a little more harsh there than some other places. But it's what happens when you're in New York. That's why you've got to have a guy down there that has broad shoulders that can take the criticism and deal with it all. And and when everything's going really well and everyone loves you, you can't let that get to you either. Uh, college, you talk about one game at a time, and whether it's talking about going 1-0 each week or however, chopping, however you phrase it at Rutgers. One of the things I remember most, I mean, it was my first year covering you, was going out to Pittsburgh for that game. You're 1-5 and five and then just out of nowhere, like, oh, this team's really good. What do you remember about that Heinz Field game? Uh, I remember that I wish it had happened about three games prior, but, you know, I just, all year long, it was every play the, the thing about offensive football is it takes 11 guys on every play to make the thing work and if you've got one guy off on this play or one guy off on that play whether it was me or whether it was Kenny or whether it was one of the offensive linemen when you don't have it all working together it's not going to work and finally for whatever reason we got the click and and it took off outside of what you're doing now at Don Bosco obviously is a big job but what else do you have going on how else can people get involved or maybe learn from you when it comes to being a high school or college quarterback? Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm working up here for Coach Toll at Don Bosco as the offense coordinator quarterback coach, and in the offseason I'm running a, a football quarterback school um, out of a place in Wayne, um, a facility in Wayne. So it's gone really well. We've got a, a bunch of kids over there that are, that are working to get better, really all levels. Um, we do private sessions and then do an academy for the high school kids. So we've got you know, 15 or 20 high school kids that show up, and then I give private lessons during the week to some kids. So it's a good way for me to be around the quarterbacks and, and help them get better. I've been lucky to be around a lot of good guys in my career, and you know, I feel kind of obligated to, to help those kids develop like I was helped develop too. Uh, we close uh, we close every interview on this podcast with three Rutgers questions, and I'm excited to hear your answers. Uh, who Who is your favorite Rutgers player of all time? I know I'm putting you on the spot because I'm gonna you're gonna piss off about 150 teammates with every answer. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably have to say Ray Ray Rice because I had the best view in the house because I handed him the ball and I watched him go. Everyone else was in the stands. I was right there. You mentioned 08. You see how hard it got without him. Oh, uh, what that transition was I mean, like. Shoot, he he wasn't an All-Pro football player by accident. <laughs> you, do you have a favorite Rutgers memory, whether it's a game or something on campus or something where you got in trouble um, and the statute of limitations is up? <laughs> no, nothing like that. <laughs> Um, 
from a team standpoint, the 06 Louisville game, I mean, that whole week, you know, we've talked about that in the past. I mean, just something truly, truly special. From a personal standpoint, my senior night when we played Louisville at home and through seven touchdowns. 447 and yards. Exactly. Yeah. All, all that stuff. I mean, that, that's, that was a pretty cool way to go out, especially how that year started early on. Well, what I remember about that year, too, is you flash forward a month and you're beating Russell Wilson, of all people, in the Papa John's Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I joke around. He got the last laugh because I got drafted by the Seahawks. He got drafted by the Seahawks. He won a Super Bowl. I'm coaching high school football. <laughs> exactly. I remember, too, uh, you guys flying back the next day. I'm sitting at the airport at 7 in the morning, miserable, because I'm a college student in Alabama. <laughs> and there you are signing autographs with your trophy in one hand and like these little kids... Uh, that must have been a fun weekend for you. It was great. I mean, that that's when you deal with the negative and you deal with the the fans not happy with you at times. When you do stuff like that, it makes up for all the negatives that you might have to deal with. And our, our last question, you're about to be put in jail for life or banned from Rutgers. However you look at it, what's your last meal on campus? On campus? Um, I was a big sanctuary guy. Chicken, bacon, ranch wrap from sanctuary. Oh, man. Hopefully you don't go upstairs and see all the weird comic book people while you're there. <laughs> no, I haven't been in there in a long time, though. All right, thanks, Mike. <laughs> you got it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.